0: Hello, world, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Beam Saber. Once again, I'm Saturn, your GM for this game. They, them, you can find me at TheFutureRules on Twitter and Tumblr.com. Joining me, as always, are four of my favorite people in the whole world. We'll start with Sarah.
1: Hey! I never get to go first, that's fun. Uh, Hi, I'm Sarah. My pronouns are she and her. I play Arabella Staranaut, the ace, whose pronouns are also she and her. Uh, and you can find me at Radio
2: Inactivity on Twitter.
0: Next up is Fern.
2: Hi, this is Fern. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, uh, they, them, but only if it's, yeah, he, him is probably best. And uh, I play Giuseppe Finch. The Golden Boy. You can find me at VeryFern on Twitter or at Pig Julep, where I stream uh, either on Twitch or Twitter where I stream as my persona.
0: Next up is Owen.
3: Hi, I'm Owen, founder and director of oh. Big Gay Nerds. I play. Oh, my pronouns are he and him, and I play
4: Pfeffer Humboldt, the officer.
0: And last but not least. It's Levi. Listen. Uh,
4: hello, I'm Levi. Pronouns are they and them. I play Gabriel Medeus, the envoy. Uh, call sign is Stiletto.
0: Alright. Last time on Beam Saber, everyone was in dicey positions. Uh, we had Red, who had been sent out to the mech yards while pretending to be a... Uh, conspirator and whatever uh, business is happening here at this factory in Revolt, apparently, climbing into a mech to try and figure out what she can do to get this situation stopped. We have Giuseppe being stared down by some kind of super psionic who seems to know more than she's letting on, including who Giuseppe is, perhaps. And we have Pfeffer and Gabrielle who are in a negotiating room where they thought they'd be able to turn things around and get the upper hand and both of them got shot for the trouble so you know things are going really well uh, yeah. in this mission um, everything's things,
2: going fine mm-hmm.
0: uh, completely in control all mm-hmm. according to plan I mean it could theoretically all be according to plan depending how wreck on uh, flashback powers uh, are used theoretically who knows um, but until then we are going to return first to red mm-hmm. um where you were you are in the uh mech yards right now you're inside of a uh, a relatively large uh royal blue zaku type mech uh, called a launch um and you were trying to see if you could find any details in this mech about like what's going down or what the plan is and you were very disappointed to to note that these things are basically at factory default settings and don't seem to have any Intel in them. Mm -hmm. And that's when you hear muffled, but definitely from inside of the factory, two loud bangs that you are very familiar with the register of.
5: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Well, first things first, uh, Belle is going to get on the, the, our, our radio and try and figure out, like, what the hell is going on. Because it sure as hell sounded like it came from inside the factory. And, uh, that's not good. So, she she's trying to hear uh, if anybody is going to, you know, reply. So, uh, I think she actually does ping Gabrielle like, hey, what the hell is going on in there?
4: Okay. And I could just reply sub-vocally with the uh, throat mic?
0: Um, as... So, and we'll cut back to Gabrielle. Just briefly. And, and, yeah, so in the situation you're in, where your hand's just been shot, um, kind of wincing in pain. Yeah. Uh, I kind of had this image in mind of not looking down, because you don't want to look oh, yeah. and see whether you still have a finger there or not, mm-hmm. uh, where, the, where it hurts the worst. You'll find out later, I guess, or we'll find out later. Um, if you have a moment, a brief moment. If you could mutter something under your breath, what would it be? To With the assumption that you just heard, you know, Arabella, yeah. like, try and get your attention.
4: Um, Kaz ain't talking. This is fucked. So that's... Like, that's what
0: you get.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, then. <laughs> that's exactly what I needed to hear. So, <laughs> Good. <I'm glad>. So <laughs> Thank what, you media class <laughs> so what, uh, what Bella is going to do Is she's going to look around And see that there's a lot of dudes Out here Who are yeah. uh, massing around these big robots
0: There, There is actually a little bit More of them than there were when you came out here There were like a few people out here before mm-hmm. Like maybe like you know half a dozen Or so you think there's probably more Than a dozen people out here now
1: Okay then. Uh well then we're gonna get uh we're gonna get a little messy. Um
0: mm-hmm.
1: nice. <laughs> oh, I'll and, fall in love with trouble. <laughs> and, uh, and Bella is actually going to set the mech she's in to self destruct.
5: Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh,
1: interesting. And put, it on, put it on a timer and uh, you know, give herself a little time to get to get clear of, of the destruction. But yeah. Um I'm, I'm gonna see if I can let pull me, that let off. Me,
0: let me. I say, let me ask a world building question. Uh-huh. Is there actually a self destruct sequence in these? Like, oh. are, are we going to are we going to go ahead and say that these Zaku's have self destructs?
1: I would think that these these Zaku's have self destructs. Well, I mean, okay. you know, or at the very least, if not like an actual self destruct sequence. Uh, you can at least make the uh, the reactor that powers these things go critical if you know what you're doing.
2: I can imagine that the person that design designs the Royal Blue Mex is like, "Oh, we're too honorable for self destructs," but the actual pilots are like, "Okay, mm-hmm. so if you need to self destruct, yeah. this is what you do. <laughs> you, if you,
1: you really might be... need to
2: make something blow up. Here you go."
0: If, <laughs> it if, could if you, be if, if you get downed on the deck of a of a Dragon Tooth ship and you mm-hmm. don't want, and you. Don't don't want to have to die worrying about what they're going to do to you. Yeah. Here's what you do. Yeah. It
3: it could also yeah. be that they're just like shitty enough that if they're surprisingly easy to make blow up.
0: <laughs> it's one of those things, and this this is something that's kind of like definitely the quality of the Grand Tikon mechs, where like they're very well built, mm-hmm. but they are still like relatively old fashioned in their design principles. Uh, compared okay. to other uh, like of the main factions and their like things, the Royal blue mechs are the only ones that have to be completely manually piloted as a rule. Mm, the Zaku, okay. the, Zaku, the Zaku's are all like steel battalion shit. Right. So on the foot, flip- on one hand, you know, high ceiling, uh, not too dangerous to the pilot. Cause you don't have to like jug in your, uh, like plug in your fucking, uh, spinal cord or anything like that. <laughs> on the other hand, uh, if you pilot it wrong, you can pilot it really wrong.
1: You can do a, you can do a very and sometimes you can intentionally pilot it wrong and make it blow up.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I think I am going to call this a uh, interface. This sounds like to me because you are oh, trying to take. Um, I mean, if you want to make an argument for one of your piloting skills, but interface specifically is make technology do things for you.
1: Mm, I was thinking engineer because. That's you uh, know I would ex-
0: I would accept that. I would okay. accept an engineer.
1: Let's do an engineer. Um I am going One, two, three.
2: I, I like the idea of instead of a, a interface which would be like working on the control panels like red is like going under and like tightening oh, yeah. some gaskets
0: yeah. red, red is just completely ignoring the control panel because you can't make the self-destruct <laughs> happen from the control panel you actually have to go in and fuck with the like motorizer or whatever the fuck yeah
1: is. that is actually exactly what it is is that red uh Bangs on a panel and it, you know, pops open because uh, she she knows <laughs> she knows robots pretty well uh, and starts immediately like messing around with stuff inside of its guts uh, and so I am actually <sighs> am I pushing Work, working
0: on a, working on a grand hike on launch is kind of like working on an old Chevy
1: yeah oh yeah you know what you know? I am pushing myself for this because I feel like. I would like for this to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? um, we're going to say, this is mm-hmm. obviously, because of what you're doing, and I haven't looked at what you rolled yet, if you rolled, um, so don't I haven't mind rolled. me, I haven't rolled um, but I'm going to call, because of what you are doing, mm-hmm. this is desperate. Um, yeah. Zero question about it cool um i will also go ahead and give you great effect because you are doing something that is deliberately violating the rules of engagement uh to oh. make the most effect happen
1: i would like to i will point out however i know that we're, we're kind of fucked on the rules of engagement no matter what so that's also <laughs> why i'm like mm, whatever who cares but also the rule <laughs> of engagement specifically says do not allow the faci- facility nor the house mechs to be damaged beyond necessity.
4: And
1: I will make the argument
0: that this is necessity. We're clearly going to have different definitions than they are when it comes to... Assuming Bella makes it out of this in one piece. We can have have Bella make this argument to high command. (laughs) Though I I am going to inform you again that my uh, part of the principles of trust making is that whenever there is room for doubt on whether I should err on your side or not, I should usually be going with the one that is mm-hmm. meaner to you when it comes to your <laughs> rules of engagement. Okay.
5: Alright,
1: baby. Let's roll these bones and see what happens.
0: It is important to remember that your oh. bosses suck ass.
3: Yeah. Snake it's,
1: eyes.
0: Oh, you know, oh, my God. <laughs>
5: okay. Oh,
4: no.
3: Oh, oh this could no.
0: be. Sarah, this oh, could this be geez. wonderful. This could be great. Do you have um, a devil's
1: bargain? Uh,
0: a collateral. I, a collateral. Oh, a A collateral dice, you say? Well, if you're going to ask nicely, I'm sure I could come up with one. Okay, there is explosives. So, so considering
3: the context, Mm -hmm. this seems like the situation where I might want to finally bring in, um, uh, do the thing where I spend a spark to negate the consequences of someone else's thing. Oh, you can do that. I'm okay to. I'm okay with that because this seems so incredibly dire.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's a good one. Uh, We can either take it and let boss do that, Mm -hmm. or I can come up with a collateral for you if you'd like to double down. Mm -hmm. Collateral again being, you'll get an extra dice, um, but however that extra dice goes out, whether it makes your roll good or it stays bad, Mm -hmm. there will be a cost to pay for it. Either way,
1: oh, that's so that's so hard. So so with Owens, uh, like burning a spark, it just means that like not like nothing would happen essentially, right?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I be- I believe that's the that, that's how I would read the wording of it. Usually, if yeah. you spend an armor for something, and spark is a kind of armor, mm-hmm. usually if it's like a harm, it would like you know reduce it by a stage and not like negate it. But mm-hmm. this does say it negates it. So I would say that they would completely wipe out the consequence of this, okay. but also because it's a one, it means that if you wanted this to do something functional, it is not going to. Uh, this yeah. is just going to be a problem.
1: Can I hear the? Can I hear your collateral offer?
0: My collateral is you will take harm, mm-hmm. but I won't make it level four harm. <laughs> that you have to spend stress to resist
1: okay because
0: at current moment and what I'll say before uh, just because it's not going to come up now because uh, it sounds like Owen is planning to spend the spark either way um, <laughs> this is a situation where my instinct here would have been to say I am going to inflict a level 4 harm on you as the consequence of you blowing yourself up inside of a giant mech spend yeah, stress that's... to tell me how you get out of the situation while not being killed
1: right yeah exactly <laughs> uh okay yeah
0: so you're going to take harm either way no matter whether this improves your role or not and sure. no matter whether oats not oats Owen excuse me no matter whether Owen uses the uh the uh effect or not you're still going to take some amount of harm from the collateral
1: okay I think yeah let's let's do it i think this could be fun i mean it could also be catastrophic <laughs> but this could be fun i like having fun fall I'm-
2: in love with trouble yeah, Failing
5: forget, is
0: fun don't forget to mark the xp track on your move i did because this is a desperate so
5: four okay hey, I'm a- okay
0: i mixed so <laughs> i guess the thing i should ask going for going into this is gino are you still planning to uh use the spark hair
3: for a mixed Mm
0: -hmm. thing um yeah like she still has a desperate consequence to contend with aside from the collateral consequence
3: you can
0: however mitigate the desperate consequence completely the difference is that this is a mix which means she is at least going to be accomplishing something by doing okay
3: oh now i get it okay um yeah you know what i'm i'm gonna go ahead and spend my yeah so that is mastermind um it, the the this move does not say explain how you planned for this so i'm just going to i'm going to let, let this be in purely narrative <laughs> that word space, was wonderful face which is when Pfeffer is coordinating things because he is a, apparently a mastermind things do not go as wrong as this usually <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think this is um we What's the thing here? I think it's, uh, we get, like, a a little scene of uh, Arabella doing uh, her, like, rewiring, repiping, whatever. And we get, like, a quick flashback of Pfeffer uh, basically, like, talking through the Zakus that would be here at this thing during the mission planning. And, like, in case it comes up, this wire that would be, like, to the, you know, fusion reactor on most mechs... On most mechs, it would be a red wire, but on this one, it's a green wire mm. because that's just how the that's just how launch neck are. And Arabella remembers this immediately before almost pulling a wire that would cause the, the, <laughs> the fusion <laughs> reactor to instantly overheat while she was still sitting in the machine. Produce her to
1: atoms, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so instead, she doesn't do that. And instead, you activate... So you said you were activating like a timed self-destruct here. So mm-hmm. what's kind of your ideal case scenario for what's going to happen here? Uh, like, what, like what's Arabella's plan of action?
1: Arabella's plan of action is to uh, essentially set this thing for... You know, she doesn't have a lot of time. So, and I think that you can't really uh, control how long this takes. But she knows, just again from being taught, that she has about eh, 90 seconds to... To get this set up and then uh, get back inside the factory.
5: (laughs)
0: Hmm.
1: So, uh, and then we'll see what happens.
0: Okay, wonderful. So let's think here. You have a mixed success on... I don't... I think I said this was Desperate Great, right? Mm -hmm. You did. I believe I said this was Desperate Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a uh, good this is going to be some good effect happening here let's just yeah. think about what how this is going to play out i like to uh, sp- think
1: that also that while boss is like rolling on the ground from having been shot in the chest even <laughs> even while wearing a uh a, a bulletproof vest he just hears arabella come over the comms and be like well things are about to get a whole hell of a lot louder y'all
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Or if a um,
0: green
2: wire, right? Gr- green
0: wire. So I think I think the thing is, and I'll start with the the uh collateral that you're going to take here, because again, like the rest of the consequence is being managed. The collateral you're going to take here is that you are aware of the thing you are doing. Uh the situation is already escalating. You are es- you are escalating it to the immediate maximum amount of uh, chaos, mm-hmm. um, and you are. I believe I am going. What I'm going to give you here is I think what would be appropriate would be. I'm going to call this a level two. You can spend okay. stress to resist it if you'd like, but I'm just going to call it a level two of uh, adrenaline shock. Let's say, Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> Or just adrenaline, or whatever. Like you are kind of entering a a state of uh, panic a little bit. Yeah, okay. adrenaline high. I like the idea of that being harm instead of a good thing. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. So like you're you're kind of like getting into extremely high-strung territory because this is this is like you're affording yourself enough time for this to probably not kill you, but this is going to be a very this is people. you are you are dreading you are. more so than yeah. the blast having to explain yourself later because <laughs> this is going to be bad. Oh, um well. But knowing that, uh so you punch the scent, you get the set, you get the I guess like you have it set so the reactor temperature is going to increase at a rate where it will go critical in about mm-hmm. ninety seconds. Um and you figure and you know, you do what you can to kind of like Make sure that that's not going to be super obvious uh, as much until it is almost uh, too late, let's say. Mm -hmm. um, And run back inside. Um, And the effect that's going to happen here. um, Well, I mean, I know how much of an effect it's going to be. I want to say, though, I'm going to call it like banking three points and then like resolve... The effect in ninety seconds when the thing blows up. Okay. And then jump to uh because we're kind of in continuous in continuous time here, uh working we have like Giuseppe and uh you know Boston and so I'm just going to put this down for a three, so I remember it here, mm-hmm. and we will mm-hmm. we will come back to your positive success uh when it blows up in about ninety seconds of narrative time. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, as red is uh, uh, getting back inside, uh, trying to trying to look calm and collected while uh, avoiding all the people who are coming outside, but maybe like turning a head or two in curiosity. Uh, Giuseppe. Yeah. so where we left you mm-hmm. is we left you with this stranger who is uh, menacing and also a, a, a psionic. Mm-hmm. Was there anything in particular you were trying to do? Uh, or continue this conversation with her or
2: I think we first uh, I think my first objective of uh, like prove that I'm a threat or something.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, definitely happened, but I feel like the gunshots happen. and uh, my second thing would be to like try and talk to her and uh, like be like, you're magnifying the tensions here. And if I know that she's Ackers, right? Uh, no, you don't. Oh, I don't. Is she okay? Good. She's also not Ackers. Yeah. Oh, is the thing. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Is she so? She's Solarosa. No. Who's what's yellow? <laughs> Anyways, uh.
0: But... Hold on. I'll put up a different yellow icon so to help you, to help you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not not again, not that, that you that Giuseppe knows this. This is this is player knowledge. This is um, this is
2: for <laughs> for Fern to stop <laughs> the, making this, this is for
0: this is for Fern.
2: This is for Fern.
0: This this is this is the color. This yeah. this is the yellow. Where?
2: That's the yellow. Uh, color, right, right
0: right below
2: oh, her. Dragon. Oh drag <laughs> oh Okay.
0: For this this
3: whole bit, if we keep it in, was maybe a little bit confusing for li- listeners at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: Sorry, uh, I make uh, little icons in the Roll20 for the characters, <laughs> no. so I don't have to constantly re-describe them uh, for the players. Uh, instead, I just describe them once for the podcast, and that's fine for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but they use limited color palettes, and the they all have an accent color that indicates their apparent affiliation with a faction over the other. The dragon teeth use a kind of mustard yellow,
2: mm-hmm. and it's very cool. And I don't know why I like could not. Don't worry about it. it, but it's fine. Like I said,
0: this is all player yeah. knowledge, so we you don't know yeah. that yet.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, I think the next thing would be like, why are you magnifying this? Like nobody, w- we don't want to hurt anyone, <coughs> um, but also gunshots what's, have what's boys
0: Like you have two <laughs> things to be done. You Mm -hmm. cannot do them at the same time. Either you can get to the bottom of things with her, or you can go to the gunshots. Mm -hmm. You get, and what I'll say, uh, GM Fiat here, you cannot do both.
2: Okay, gotcha. Uh, I, I was assuming that I couldn't do both. I think perhaps the sound of the gunshots, like urges me on especially if I can hear the this is being fucked up and stuff like that I think I'm going to latch on to the stranger of the at this point and be be like we don't want to hurt anyone and people are getting hurt Um, and that's gonna be my uh my play is just like I am now going to be following this person because I know that they're magnifying like the feeling of almost like bloodlust around Mm -hmm. or like the antsiness and so yeah
0: and but the thing and again the thing is that that you find is that you you find yourself like latching on to trying to figure out what this person's deal is she is not moving she's just standing there okay waiting
2: yeah she's not gonna move even though that there's gunshot a gunshot happening you can't
0: uh, like see her face very well through like yeah. the giant blinders that she has on. Yeah. Uh but she is like just kind of angled in your direction as yeah. though she were looking straight at you.
2: So I am going to take a cue from that and even though I will definitely I think Giuseppe has like instinctively reacts like winces at the gunshots, Giuseppe's going to take another step forward and be and just say that and this might be Either a sway or a. Uh,
0: What's the thing you want to do? Yeah. We can figure out from there.
2: I want to be like. Hmm. I'm specifically trying to convince her to stop. Uh, like, stop whatever uh, she's doing to magnify this situation. I'm okay. trying to take it. Like, I'm trying to. Like, mitigate what I can. (laughs) So,
0: I guess that the question here is are you trying to make an appeal to her or are you trying to coerce her?
2: I think it's right now I'm trying to make an appeal because she is really powerful and I definitely got that feeling. So, okay. um,
0: In that case, we're going to do a sway. mm -hmm. Um, This is, I think, with her. Um, not because of anything she's doing, but because of the uh, situation that you are all collectively. And now I am now bumping this to risky. Mm-hmm. Um, you are out of. You are not directly in the line of fire, but you could be at any moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, and I will go ahead and say this is limited.
2: Okay, uh, I'm fine with that. I'm just gonna do this straight because I want to uh, ration out the remaining stress that I have before I take another (laughs) scar. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Well, I mean, you know, if you're going to take scars, this would be the time to do it, honestly. Um. Excuse
2: me. I do have one in Sway, so it's not like I'm rolling at a disadvantage. Uh, let me see how this roll goes. Well, I have to declare stress beforehand, right?
0: Yeah, you have to declare your stress. Okay. Yeah. I, it's technically not rules as written that I let y'all do collaterals after the roll yeah. resolves. Uh... But I, I find it's uh more fun that way. So
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just spend a stress. Let's 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 spend two willpower. Let's just three left, we're gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. This is definitely Mhm i mean
0: this is just... did you did you reset your stress after the yes the thing you i'm took?
2: at i'm at Damn. six out of nine now <laughs> good Ooh, <Lord. laughs>
0: wonderful those are two bad dice by the way uh-huh <laughs> interesting did you want a collateral or would you rather uh contend with the results of your failure
2: let's roll with it let's okay. see what happens
0: So, Risky Limited. Um, And what I'll tell you is, again, this is a direct failure. You can feel it as you're saying the words, right? That it's an appeal that's falling on deaf ears. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to tell if it's because she simply doesn't care, or if it's because she wants there to be violence, or if because she simply is doing something that she thinks she needs to do, Mm -hmm. and that you just asking or trying to change her mind isn't going to change it. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you like immediately like this and this is like not a I'll go ahead and say like this is going to be uh, the risky consequence where it's two controlled ones uh-huh. the first controlled one here is that this is not going to work yeah you like if you if there was a way to change her mind you just like you had like one shot and uh it is not going to uh, continue to be functional yeah uh and also narratively I just you know don't want you to keep trying to plead with her when she's not likely to, you know, make an adjustment in that way. Um, the other one that we'll go with as we, as you make this argument to her, um, where are my consequences? Where's my samples? (laughs) Um, she responds to you. And she says, um, listen to me. I would love to tell you that any of us can stop what is already happening. But this is what is happening. And it is beyond us now. But how does she continue this? She says, really, I shouldn't even be here, but and she like kind of, she does hesitate for a moment, um, but she, and she says, but I need to see, or no, she doesn't say needed. She says, but I came here to see you because of the, and she pauses again, four of you, I think. The rest of them have options, but I'm distressed When I look at you and see the threads of action, intent, desire, and design, all fraying at the ends, no matter which way they lead. And I had to see why. And as she says this, we again uh, cut back, as we did at the end of the last episode, to the exterior of the factory as in like a longer distance shot, there's some kind of like figure who looks like they're almost wearing like I guess you'd call it like cyberpunk SWAT armor a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um just a lone individual with like a like a large long suitcase on their back. Uh like just very effortlessly climbing over the fence in the exterior of the factory. The mystery clock. <laughs> Is advancing one stage. Oh, to, God. To, to two of six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. The, the feds.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> God.
1: The
4: feds. We're <laughs> the feds. Oh, also, close. I'm not
2: sure if I mentioned this last episode, but I did notice a detail that I think I mentioned in the uh, Discord, but I'm not sure anywhere. Uh, in our Discord, not. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, one thing that is cool for the listeners to know: remember, uh, Giuseppe is very specifically named. Uh, Giuseppe Finch, and then she called him Little Bird at the beginning, which is mm-hmm. what a Finch is. So I, <laughs> she knows who Giuseppe is, and now this has confirmed that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh huh. Uh huh. Anyways, so think... what what what's mm-hmm. what's
0: Giuseppe's immediate reaction to that?
2: Um. So Giuseppe's like will and drive. To specifically a very much revenge based will and drive is um, I-, I feel like it's pretty obvious that she's like referring to like to that and um, I think this is gonna make is Giuseppe is obsessed and that's mm-hmm. one of his scars and I think this is going to make him kind of lose sight to a certain extent of the mission and try and figure out what she means. So I think he is going to come closer and try and be like, what, what do you mean? <laughs> Why I am this way? Like, if you know that much about me, then you know what's happened in the past.
0: And perhaps I don't. Though, it has little to do with you, I suppose, and more with, no, she would phrase it like this. Uh, She would say, it has little to do with you, but, and then she cocks her head, can you not feel the knife at your back? And the camera pans behind Giuseppe and there's nothing there. But Giuseppe is breaking into a cold sweat. Giuseppe is going to look. <laughs> <laughs> giuseppe, giuseppe 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 looks and there's nothing there yeah, but like Giuseppe, you can feel the knife at your back. it's there, whatever that is, and she says, the others they perhaps this will go well for them, but it probably won't, but people can survive anything even if it's with a little patience. But... it grieves me, I suppose, to... find here a kindred spirit who... is at the end of the branch. So to speak.
2: Well, are you going to help?
0: I can offer you something. And you can take it. But I can only offer it to you once. And you might not like what you have to give up in exchange.
2: I'm listening.
0: I would ask that you come with me. So that we can do what we need to do. That we might bring to light all that the proprietors of the faith that we once shared threatened this world with. It is only in my sanctuary that I can draw on your thread, perhaps, a little longer. But I can say, at least with confidence, that if you do not come with me, if you choose to fight this fight your own way, if you live for the past instead of for our future, the past will kill you, as it has so many others. Giuseppe, Uh huh. however you are reacting to this in the moment, you do first have a realization, mm-hmm. which is that whatever you're doing here, and whatever she is offering to you, she knows what it is you are chasing, mm-hmm. and she can offer you mm-hmm. perhaps answers, perhaps help, or perhaps vengeance, if you are so inclined. But either way, you have found another piece in the puzzle to your long journey and I am taking your drive clock up once Mm. and so now you have a full drive clock making the group's total three which is interesting well Giuseppe well Giuseppe Mm -hmm. Merritt well unless you have an immediate response I say, but I was going to say, otherwise, well, Giuseppe yeah. marinates on that.
2: Yeah, I think, like, I do have the immediate response because, like, with everything that I've characterized Giuseppe and the fact that I just took obsessed as a scar. Yeah, Giuseppe's going to leave. I'm sorry, guys. Peace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you, <that> good. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs>
2: Giuseppe's going to take this offer.
0: <laughs> she, uh, she extends a hand and says, "Then say nothing." I, we have to move fast if I'm, if this is going to work at all.
2: Giuseppe takes her hand.
0: All right. And there, we cut back to the office room. Uh, Pfeffer, you've been... Uh, you took a, a mean shot to the torso, which thankfully your bullet of proof vest has mostly absorbed, but not without a significant degree of difficulty. Uh, you look over after a second bang over to uh, uh, Gabrielle, who obviously we can't see very well, but who's clearly taken some kind of shot to her hand. Uh, Hard to tell how, how, how it got hit, whether it was a graze or a direct hit or anything like that, but she's, it's bleeding and you can, and despite her, you know, holding it to her side, you can see that much. What are either of you two doing in this moment?
3: Okay. So what, um, and you know what, maybe this is something I could have done earlier. I am going to uh survey specifically because I'm noting it says you might discover an attacker's vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm inclined to do that towards specifically the guard guy because I feel like Kaz is a softer target in general, you know?
0: Yeah, sure. So, so you're taking this moment after you, you know, got a mean hit, but one that you know immediately, like you'll be fine, probably. Mm-hmm. Um yeah to take a moment to see if you can identify like just a moment of weakness that you can exploit here.
3: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to push myself because, um, to be perfectly honest, there's some, I want to conserve the stuff Mm -hmm. I am. I am for ticks away. Um, this Um, is,
0: I'm going to call this desperate standard. Um, and I will give you an extra dice for doing something, uh, that is, uh, I would, I would call this dangerous, because the thing that you're doing is not immediately, like, putting hands up or, like, taking cover or whatever. It's taking the moment to see if you can get the the upper hand from this bad situation still. So I'm going to give you an extra dice for doing something risky.
3: Okay. All right, then. 2d6. Rolling.
4: Uh, threes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um,
3: what What would... Is there a means of collateral here?
0: <laughs> um, I have to think about both the collateral and also what the consequences would be real quick because yeah. uh, obviously, like, I don't want to put y'all in a position where, you know, and I don't think this would be the case, but you find yourself in a position where a lot of times the desperate consequence for hard failure because you both have guns trained on you yeah, um, <laughs> that could be true. very significant <laughs> harm. Yeah. Um so with that in mind, collateral here. I frankly am not sure if I have one that I can think of.
3: Okay then. I'm just then then I'm just going to yeah. I'm just going to take my medicine then.
0: Okay, because like the th- the thing with the collateral is it's mostly I'm going to impose a negative cost that is going to happen regardless and you're yeah. in a position where any kind of collateral I can offer is going to be dumping more pain points onto the ones that you already have. So this might be a thing where I think you are better off with me not giving you a collateral, especially if you get like another three again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think I'm going to not do collateral for this one at least. Um, What's danger here? Um, Obviously, um, the first thing that happens with the three is that you look for weakness and like you don't it's not like he just shoots you again like he has the the rifle uh like you know leveled at you um but the thing that you realize of course is that like there isn't really he's a uh, some kind of trained you can you can tell he's not like you know you you actually get the impression if nothing else that this guy is probably not a a regular employee because you can tell by the way that he carries the rifle, by the way he is aiming it at you, by his stance, by everything else, that he is a trained soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, and you find yourself in the position, having already been shot once, having a rifle aimed at you, being in kind of disadvantageous positioning, where the answer is there isn't really a weakness here that you can immediately entertain. He kind of has you on the ropes, which is a problem. Um gotcha. And I think... What am I doing here? I think what happens is, I am going to slap you with a level two harm. Okay. Um, which I think we can just straight up call like back foot, like on the back foot or whatever, something of that nature. Um, I mean, I, I need to think of a better name for it. But it, it is sounds a thing. kind
3: of circumstantial. But like one that came to my mind was like despair.
0: Yeah, despair is good. I was gonna say hopeless, maybe something of that nature. <laughs> um, you are realizing that your situation is incredibly untenable. Uh, Is the level two harm there? And the level, and the the third point of the thing is that I am going to, uh, once again, uh, advance clock towards, uh, whatever three is. Uh, because again, like you can hear, uh, there's increasingly more footsteps, people yelling outside. Uh, it's clear that whatever has happened in here has, uh, perhaps advanced the scheduling on something Uh, or other in a way that is, uh, not to your plans um. Gabrielle, what are you up to right now? You're also in a bad place, right? At the, yeah. at the moment Okay, so um, I've got neither,
4: neither level 1 nor 2 harms are filled, but there is some they're both half filled uh, I've got 9 stress So I guess my first question is, if I push myself uh, does that mean I take the scar and then one stress after I assume? no
0: you would just you would just take the scar and then reset Ooh, over okay. overflow in this case uh, does not factor in
4: okay that's rough okay um
0: so what I mean is like you would not because the cost is two you would effectively only be paying one because uh, like wow, you plus the yeah yeah because you're not <laughs> you, the thing that happens is you spend the stress and then if the stress is at cap or more, then you take a scar and either do desperate actions or like get or leave the scene and come back later kind of thing
4: oh okay all right so my only idea left since we are so against the ropes is one of the abilities i took is the devil's footsteps which Mm -hmm. is when you push yourself choose one of the following in addition to the normal benefits Uh, The first is perform a feat of athletics that verges on the superhuman. But the second is maneuver to confuse your enemies so they mistakenly attack each other.
5: Oh, oh, shit. No, that's
4: so good. (laughs) I like like this. That seems like our best angle out. I also have Mm -hmm. an idea for the scar that would result.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, (laughs) so obviously this is a desperate position. Um, you are doing something specifically to take advantage of the scenario, so I am making it great effect. Um, feel free to push yourself. Um, this is Absolutely. probably going to be, I mean, it's probably going to be, like, a, I would say this is probably struggle or prowl, probably struggle, but, like, it's the same to you, so whatever. Yeah, I will struggle. Um, I I can't immediately think of a collateral die here, but if you would like the extra help, I could probably come up with something. But um, you're starting with desperate great, so that's not bad. Desperate And Technically, boss dice. is here if boss wants to help you. Yeah, um, I think
4: I think boss is kind of tapped out though. I think to be perfectly
3: honest, if the if the goal here is confusion. Um, Honestly me like yelling something could be a valid means of helping?
0: Yeah, if like if you want to spend the stress oh, to, like to help yeah. out, you are absolutely free to. You definitely have the positioning that you could do something. Even if it's just like being a being a distraction.
3: Yeah, I think I'm I've got I've got four points Of stress to spend, I have a feeling that everyone's coming away from this with scars, so like, yeah, I'm...
0: (laughs) Sure, so you would spend two, and Gabrielle would get two benefits from it, which in this case would probably both be, um, respectively, give Gabrielle an extra dice, and then make the position risky instead of desperate. Um, um, I would I would still give her the experience because it's starting it desperate like that's oh, fine, okay. that, that, that just seems fair to me. But and yeah, you know, that's
4: yeah uh, no, that works uh, very. Yeah, nice. sure. Yes. I will
0: I will <laughs> do that. Yes, I say I don't know if that's rules is written, but that I, I don't want to punish my players for taking advantage of their mechanics, especially when it costs <laughs> them things. So uh, yeah, so okay, so this is going to be a risky uh, great effect with huh, okay with your dice. The dice from pushing so that's two and then owen's dice which is three yeah so three oh dice. boy
4: okay we gotta get something higher than the come three. on
5: mm-hmm. yeah Also,
0: you're going to mark experience for the specific action because it's uh it started a desperate and that's fair to me
4: okay just mark that come on oh who would the, who would govern this I don't know Mercury. Oh, we got a six. Oh, yeah, there's,
5: there's a six. <laughs> nice. Wonderful.
0: Oh okay. <laughs> so with desperate great Oh, chooser. I like honestly. Like I'm just gonna go for real simple here because I think we can afford to just go ahead and call this even Stevens. Like we get like boss yelling something. We get the, uh, you know the the labor rep and the guard both look at him, and like you tell me your image of this but we are getting like gabrielle rushing in and somehow getting one of them to shoot the other dead okay so tell me how you think that looks and which Um, which of them it is
3: (laughs) i do would it be possible for me to put in a request Yeah,
4: (laughs) you'd prefer to have kaz alive so he can grill him um, I
3: think we need Kaz live because uh, if we do not get someone high up who can like stitch on this, we are going to look even worse than we already do.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but that that I can would, be an in character interaction. However, I do think this I ultimately, Gab. I think Ka- uh, <laughs> <yeah>. no, Gab- <laughs> I think Gabriel's on the same page as uh, uh,
4: Fefe on this. Yeah. So, plus, uh, Kaz only Let has me... a
1: handgun, and the other guy has like an assault rifle. So,
4: yeah, that's a good question.
0: Um, yeah.
2: On my end, I'm what like, I'm, Kaz is an icon.
0: <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm kind of envisioning, and like, you can uh, like do this a different way if you like, but I'm kind of envisioning she like runs up to Kaz and like does a maneuver that looks like a disarm maneuver, but she actually just points his arm away from him and he pulls oh. the trigger like automatically oh. thinking oh. he's going to try to shoot her and he just fucking like gets this dude so. clean in the throat. Like, yeah, she like, like grabs
4: Kaz by like his gun wrist, and then like, like jabs him in the solar plexus with like like a knife edge, like yeah. hand. And he like the wind like gets knocked out of him. He fires. She winces from the sound, but then. <laughs>
0: John
5: Wick to... yeah, just like <laughs> yeah. you're John you goddamn, this right.
0: You're <sighs> goddamn right this the other dude is dead on the floor and like you now have like mm-hmm. kaz in like a subdued position basically oh okay. my god yeah wonderful
3: um yeah. at this point Feffer is going to do something i've been waiting on for a while and uh actually hmm um yeah you know what um wait hmm Sorry, I tried. To, I was going to say now I'm going to pull out the cool signature hidden gun that only officers have. But then I realized, <laughs> oh wait, there's a free gun over there. So I think what's yeah. going to happen <laughs> is that, is that Pfeffer's just going to like scramble over immediately to the shot guy, like on his hands and knees, and like point and and point the gun at Cass.
0: Yeah, Kaz is not, in a, like, Kaz, like, has that look of, like, oh, fuck, where, uh, mm-hmm. at this point, like, I feel like, uh, he, like, maybe still has, like, the gun in a hand, and then Arabella does the thing where she squeezes the wrist in such a way it just makes him drop it on the floor. I mean, and Gabri- also he's, like, in a chokehold, basically. Gabrielle. Uh, yeah, Gabrielle, sorry. Uh, okay. brain, no, brain is continuing to do the syllables thing. It's fine. I just have to think of Arabella and so, Gabby. Do I unfortunately.
4: Ha- do I take the scar now or do I have to wait and so, stress again?
0: Y- so, and what I'm going to ask you here is: Do you want to take the scar now, which will put you out of commission for a little bit, but you know uh. is fine? Um, we can figure out how that's going to look in a moment. Or do you want to continue taking actions with the understanding that if you continue to take actions? Uh, if you roll anything less than a six, it is going to be worse for you than if you had just stepped out gracefully. Ooh, okay. Oh boy. Um
3: For what it's worth, because, as because we incredibly can...
0: Because like there there's a really easy thing we can do here, which is that y'all have the situation under control, and like the easy way this works out is that Pfeffer takes control of the situation, so you can like do some first aid on your fucked up hand because, like Christ yeah. alive, it is only the adrenaline that makes you not want to fucking like yeah, scream.
4: So that and maybe maybe Gabby stays here to like keep Kaz. You know?
0: Yeah. So if if you want to do, if you want to do the safer route, we can just do that. But yeah, if you want to cool keep push by forward, y'all.
4: Um,
0: yeah, I think my instinct is, is to here. like
4: uh, bow out and uh, I don't know. So the scar I have in mind is vicious.
5: Yeah, Ooh. that seems
4: appropriate. Yeah. And so if you all just want to leave her alone with Kaz for a little yeah. bit, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: what, what I think, I'm, what I think, what I think we might get, and you tell me if this doesn't vibe with your image, but the scene I'm kind of picturing here, is we get Gabby just straight up, like fucking punching him in the back of the head, uh, <laughs> like just fucking downing him like a, a sack of potatoes, and then like, and that's when she notices that one of her fingers is missing. Uh, and yeah. she's like, ah, rot. Right. Ah. <laughs> oh, right, my hand fucking hurts, and I just punched someone <laughs> with my mangled hand. Ow. Yeah. Oh, I just boy.
2: recently watched Dusk Till Dawn, and I'm thinking about the hand <sighs> wound that's in that. Um, <laughs> what a great movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a really good so, movie. Don't look up anything. Go watch it if you haven't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so, Pfeffer, you find yourself in a position where, uh, it seems Kaz might be under control for the time being, uh, and you think Gabrielle needs to take a minute here to at least like, you know, get a get some first aid stuff out or like do something, some, like wrap, wrap some something around it, wrap just, to, paws, just to, duct tape, just a list. just to, just to staunch wound. it. She needs she needs a minute. You can tell she's kind of like she's having a she's have she's also having adrenaline high, but not as a harm as a stress. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um okay so what were you gonna do while this is happening or while this is resolving i suppose because you said you had something in mind
3: oh um well okay so i did have a big ass hail mary that i don't think is necessary at least just yet anymore (laughs) i think (laughs) what is happening (laughs) yeah i think that what is happening is that pfeffer is like shakily rising to his feet like with the gun is kaz like conscious
0: uh kaz is like like cold on the ground. He's not dead, but like he is like he, he, she gave him a nasty one to the back of the head. He might yeah. have a concussion. <laughs> like queen. Like <laughs> he, he, we stand like
3: like feather like winces and is like uh oh, good <laughs> good work stiletto. But let's just hope that you didn't just knock the confession
4: out of him. Uh oh. and so <laughs> He didn't even give I... me a chance to fuck up the negotiation part. That's what really steams me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're really not sending us to the
3: places we can do the best work. So...
4: <laughs> what, yeah, whatever. This was this this game was rigged from the start.
3: Um, ring a ding ding baby. Um, and so... what in I... the goddamn?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: um, so I, I think that what <laughs> Pfeffer is going to do is he's going to, like, sort of tuck the gun under one arm and sort of, like, incredibly, like, like in, in a significant amount of pain because of the bullet that is in him. He is going to, like, try and heft Kaz, like, on onto one shoulder or something like that, you know? And, he oh. hmm. I- okay. Bella said you things could. are going to get... Uh, even louder than they are now so my suggestion is when that happens we exfiltrate our mission is as accomplished as it's going to be
0: on that cue (laughs) there is a very loud noise and shudder as uh we cut back uh to the outside and (laughs) we we see someone like in like a different thing like are y'all seeing these temperature readings it's like it's the ambient temperature out here is getting really hot and someone's screaming, Oh my God, it's, and then boom. Oh Uh, no. (laughs) And there's a, uh, moment like, so like Arabella is back inside the factory, like safely inside. She, she knows, uh, the extent of chaos. She's about to have wrought and had some time to reposition herself. Mm -hmm. Um, we see, you know, obviously Pfeffer and, uh, Gabrielle still in the office and we see, uh, Giuseppe, uh, seem uh following this uh bunny girl stranger uh somewhere and then um there's a very loud noise and a shake and dust everywhere and it takes a moment to clear and an entire wall of this factory is missing okay. uh, as well as most of the robots that were outside of the factory oh dear which is <laughs> oh boy uh, a problem. Uh, not all of them,
1: y'all are but in a lot trouble. Of them. We're in trouble.
0: You're, you're noticing um, there's about half the robots you remember there being, and then a very large pile of like melted slag uh, next to them. That might be the other half of the robots
2: busted.
0: Um. So that happens. So let's uh, cash in Sarah's three success points here mm-hmm. and figure out what we're doing. Um. Let's see, we can, I'm just going to move this negotiations clock away to show that it is no longer relevant. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think negotiations are uh, officially over.
0: Actually, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a clock. um, And this is going to be, let's call it an eight tick. That seems appropriate. Yeah. And we're going to tick this three times. And we are going to call this, uh, we are going to call this negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> With an exclamation
2: point, it used yeah. to have a question mark. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: the negotiations being the, uh, the, uh, stoppage of what's happening here, uh, by, by way of, uh, profound violence, uh, as happens okay. sometimes. <laughs> um, so that's that's currently uh, where you're at. And you and I will tell you that if you fill that clock, uh, that is the end of any kind of you know threat from the strike things that are happening and whoever might actually be pulling those strings. Mm-hmm. Question. OK, um, so. In the immediate aftermath of that giant explosion, what's everyone's like first actions or reactions here?
3: Okay, Um is probably going to like curse like continuously, <laughs> um, and so I think that <laughs> I I think what
2: <sighs> come on make up some sci fi curses. Let's go, Owen.
3: <laughs> what he's what what he's going to do is he's got like I said he's got Kaz sort of like like you know he's got an arm under like his arm and. He's got Kaz on one, in one hand, and the gun in the other, and he's going to kick open the door of the office, and he's he's just going to like bellow down at the factory floor. I don't know what the devil's going on here, but it isn't anymore. <laughs> and yeah, that right. is me attempting to. That is that's a command. That's me commanding.
5: Great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, I love um, it. Oh boy. Yeah.
0: I have to I have to do some 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 (laughs) brain math in there. Yeah, no, I understand. (laughs) I'm also
3: shot in despair, snubbed and discouraged, so I'm gonna be a minus one die and less effect, so just a heads up there Yeah. Um,
0: also, oh you're gosh. carrying uh, the union rep on one shoulder, if I recall, holding a holding it. a service rifle in the other. Also, mm. we yes. did
1: just blow up half this factory, so I would yeah. like to say that could be working in his favor.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. This is desperate. <laughs> really. I think, that, I, think that, I think that goes without saying at this point. I don't think there's any. It would take a lot of work that doesn't involve spending, you know, resources to make the situation not desperate. It is completely mm-hmm. gone to shit. Right. Um, <laughs> I will call this standard effect. Okay. Because that's I I don't see a really a, a reason uh, there. I have I have equal reasons for it being great and equal reasons for it being limited. So I'm just going to call it standard. That seems normal. Okay. And yeah, is that. Uh, is I'll, that I'll including? that.
3: Is that including my reduced effect?
0: No. Okay. So your so, reduced effect is going to make it limited. You can okay. spend stress to overcome that, or but you can get put, assistance, perhaps.
3: Um,
4: I'm still out. I assume.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. also, I meant to say this, um, because it's something I, I could kind of see where this was going going into it, but um. Yeah. Uh, Gabrielle, uh, because you are currently. Uh, like, out especially season, because right? you did that sick ass shit. <laughs> uh, where you put, you did an extremely risky maneuver for the sake of preserving the life of your buddy, your boss, True. and you're here in this rough situation with two people who you have grown uh, at least marginally closer to over the last couple of missions, even if not yeah. entirely. I am also giving you a tick on your drive clock to bring that Aww. to a full clock. Hooray. So collectively, yeah. you all have four drive clocks to play with. You can invoke them whenever you choose whether it's during the mission or outside of the mission Mm, uh i have i have no guidance to offer you i'm just letting you know that you have that option now anyway
3: okay Okay. um yeah i'm see here's the thing i'm tempted to spend a stress and just pick up a scar like everyone else however um (laughs) i I also want to be make sure the pfeffer can be here and functioning throughout the rest of this mission Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um
0: um, I will also say, Pfeffer did himself say the mission's basically over.
3: True, true. But, well, I mean, well, th- that's what I had thought, but now there's that clock here, and it's not even halfway <laughs> ticked. Uh-huh. And so...
0: Nego, <laughs> the, 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 that would completely crush it so you can walk out of here feeling like you uh, achieved victory uh, to what extent <laughs> that is possible. You could, at this juncture and I'll like and not to say like there isn't still going to be like you know post mission whatever you could theoretically say well this is the mission end state which is to say negotiations breaking down we are allowed to leave and that is within the 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 bounds of our orders yeah negotiations you know have negotiations have broken down yeah Okay, and you've been, you know you've been shot. You're allowed, you're allowed to be like, "I'm shot. <laughs> I'm going home." <laughs> yeah,
4: okay. You know what that is? That's part of the um, Geneva Conventions. I'm
1: pretty sure. <laughs> you that, can just leave. <laughs>
4: that, you know what? Um,
3: you put that way, actually, did help put things in perspective. Um, because I think, with the way Feffer's mindset works with this situation, he is obviously like not happy at all about the <laughs> idea of bailing on a mission, but also, like, his squad is incredibly fucked right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he, he does, I'll,
0: yeah. What I'll say is, like, GM parting the curtain, the thing that you would understand, like, Pfeffer in this position, is that the mission failure here of negotiations breaking down doesn't mean, like, oh, well, this is going to just persist, and that's a problem. It means they're going to call a higher-tier combat squad in to resolve the problem manually. Yeah. And, like you realize it's like you could theoretically do that while you're here. If you just wanted to show, like, you know, show off, which you can do. Mm -hmm. It is part of your reputation is to be flashy. You could just show off if that's your, your, uh, (laughs) but you are a hundred percent within your rights to say, Our job here is done because negotiations have failed. I feel like coming
2: coming to the factory with and the factory has half the amount of mech support that it had is pretty flashy on its own.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Um. So okay. So yeah. What? I don't know. I don't want to like revise the the wording, but basically, I think that my intention here is less that. I am trying to like shut all this down, but what I'm trying to do is like clear a path, basically, you know? Yeah. Um Um
0: Yeah. Yes. Did you actually roll yet? I forgot.
3: <laughs> I, I I had not. I was deciding whether or not I wanted to push myself. I've decided I'm not okay. going to. Two D six and limited. Here we go. Oh boy. Six.
0: Six. Oh, oh my, god. my god yes like whew. wonderful okay oh my god. yes
2: <laughs> oh my gosh we did it <laughs>
0: you see at least there's there some number of civ- like obviously civilian workers who see you with the gun in hand and just like put hands up get on the ground there are some mm-hmm. there is at least like one or two people who like had arms who seeing this just sort of throw them to the side and like hide under something. Because again, <laughs> half the wall of this factory just got blown out. They they mm-hmm. may as well think they are being under airstrike right now. Um yep. I'm going to bump that negotiations to four because okay. you are uh continuing, of course, to <laughs> cow uh the uh people who are here who you are realizing, again, are a mix of people who work here and outside agitators. <laughs> And so it occurs to you that there is actually, uh, probably not as many, uh, not as many villains here as, uh, the image seemed to be just a lot of, yeah, uh, some amount of, uh, limited, let's say, uh, people who are here to cause shit and a lot of people who are being cajoled by whatever means, probably threat of death, uh, to ass- assist in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you realize though that this situation uh, is very clearly falling apart, not in their favor. So mm-hmm. uh, your grandstanding uh, did accomplish something. Okay. And, yeah. No. No one shoots you for the trouble. At least not yet.
3: Okay. So that's good. You putting it. You putting it that way does make me want to. Um,
0: <laughs> Get the want to the try and out. see this
3: through. Yeah. I figure guess, out what
1: the hell is going on.
3: Um. Okay, you know what? Uh how much can Arabella contribute to like helping clear up the situation? Hey, so let's
0: shoot back to Arabella cuz I want oh, yeah. to know what she what she's doing there.
1: <laughs> oh god, I have no idea. Uh, I didn't think <laughs> I'd get this far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know hadn't thought uh, this far ahead. We stand. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see. I think well, you know what? Boss just kicked down the door. Uh, and Bella went back into the into the factory, and so she probably saw it, now that I think about yeah. it,
4: um,
5: mm-hmm. yeah. and
1: is thinking, like, oh, boss, you're actually looking kind of cool, in, like, the back of her head. Yeah. Just, <laughs> um,
0: <And> actually. <laughs> the, the other thing that you see coming back into the factory is you do look behind you, and you do still see there are some people who are scrambling to get into those mechs still. Like... Obviously, Uh-oh. a lot mm. of them have oh, been uh, melted in the slag, but there are definitely people out there who are like oh, who are like shouting and like climbing into cockpits and trying to get things initialized and things like that.
3: Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, that. Hmm. If you've got There's...
1: orders, now's the time, Owen.
3: <sighs> okay. Um. So, Saturn, I ran. I ran a flashback concept by you. Yeah. Earlier. In secret, uh, and and um,
0: uh, for reference for anyone listening at home, Oh, No, no don't, well, no, I am not gonna say what it is. Oh, yeah, but flashbacks are always legal as long as they do not contravene the established fiction. Mm-hmm. So, right. Owen right. sent me a cool idea for a thing, and I was like, "Yeah, go for it."
3: So, um, I I assume that like the thing I laid out probably would have been like a full two points of stress, right?
0: Um, um let me let me take a look at it again and think and give you a uh. Yeah, I think that would be a thing where it would be two points of stress, just less because of the setup, even though it is like a little bit of setup, and more because of the stress of of having to do it, right. if that makes any sense.
3: Um, yeah, um, I'm proposing a scaled-down version, uh-huh. which is pretty much just the very first part of it, which is... Um, uh, actually, no, I'll, I'll just say... Oh, so, so, flashback... Hmm. actually you know what knowing that this will probably not push me over the edge i'm down to just like sit say this now okay so i'm doing a flashback do a flashback and so what happens while like like pfeffer looks over at like the people who are apparently like still getting to mechs which makes sense because um pfeffer is a guy (laughs) And he's a guy and not
0: like a hundred foot tall machine. So he is extremely killable.
3: Exactly. Yes. I'm not about, I'm I'm not about to be like Titanfall PVP mode here. Um, So what? So he looks over at that and, and he also looks down at Arabella and says, uh, glad you're alive, red. I'm afraid it's contingency black. And then he, like, yes! and as he do does that, he, like, presses, like, sort of presses on his, like, throat mic, and then it pans out to outside in the ocean next to the sea, and uh, the Kraken just emerges. There's, like, this map, and, like, it does it quickly as if it had, like, been weighing itself. It's like when something that is filled with air, like, emerges from under the water, mm-hmm. you know, if you ever held, like, a beach ball in the water. It pops right up. Pff- yeah it just like it like bursts out and um so the kraken has like a- a- as of the mission before last one i've had it tick that the kraken has um uh like cargo space mm-hmm. and so like it emerges and then like these like massive like bay doors on its back sort of start like grrr- creaking open and like water is sloshing off of it and you can and there's a shine inside that um uh Vulcan Hund is in there yes
1: fucking king yes 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 yes. king shit
3: king (laughs) shit
0: awesome
1: uh and Bella knows exactly what contingency black means uh because she is going to um she is going to just bolt out into the yard and Mm -hmm. uh just let... Actually, where is it? On my thing.
0: You're looking for a gear item, correct? I
1: am. So, uh, it's fine vehicle remote control. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and, I knew
5: it. <laughs> uh,
1: and it's in her arm. So, Bella oh. just, like, uh, you know... Uh, I think it's, like, literally in her fingers and all it takes is, like, her pressing, like, a button like on the wrist to switch it over there. Uh, and... She actually is going to activate Volk's um, remote control and have him uh, jump from the Kraken and land uh, in front of her and between her and all of the, the mechs in the yard.
2: Ooh.
3: That happened. Like a, I like the, like a glint I like,
2: in the sky. Uh-huh. Then...
3: <laughs> I like the idea. I had this mental image, but I didn't want to say it before you said you were using the remote control thing. I like this mental image that the like the cargo doors on the back of Kraken are like opening slowly and Volk just like reaches out and yeah. like pushes them the rest of the way. Yeah,
1: like hands like grabbing the side of it and it pulls it himself out. And yeah. uh and he actually just jumps down and lands in the middle of this yard with just like a thunderous boom and like more dust goes <laughs> everywhere.
0: And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And Bella is scrambling to get inside her mech and uh, light these motherfuckers up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is not difficult at all to get inside your mech. I think we get like a cool shot or like Bella is still obviously focusing on the arm remote control and mm-hmm. the arm remote control is that Volk is like opening the cockpit door and just like grabbing you and putting you in yes absolutely. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a it's like an inverse fastball special where instead yeah. of throwing you away he is uh taking you inside
1: and uh yeah she uh she gets in volk closes the cockpit uh flips a couple switches to put herself on uh to put herself on loudspeaker on volk and says all right assholes let's dance
5: <laughs>
1: yeah I love, I love her so
2: much. I love her. I love all of you very much <laughs>
5: oh. Oh, love you too, dude.
0: oh wonderful. are you trying to intimidate them or is this your prelude into immediate escalation to violence? Uh,
1: I kind of want to yeah this is just a prelude into immediate escalation and violence And okay.
0: <laughs> we're not gonna worry about the role for that. It's cool. there yeah. there is no mm-hmm. like there is no risk of it being not cool. It's just mm-hmm. cool. so. Um, there's like in this, uh, so obviously position you're in, uh, kind of like right outside the blasted wall of the factory inside, there's some dudes, you know, uh, just kind of around, uh, not a super big threat behind you. There's, let's say, let's call it like two, two small zakus and then one large zaku. And they're like kind of coming online as you uh as you initiate your uh, your taunt move mm-hmm. as you as you press like as you press in the c stick <laughs> to uh draw aggro um, so i just
3: i i just realized something very very quickly mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i feel like we have i know that this is a mech actual play but i feel like we might have exceeded our allowance of saying zakus without because g- oh. i'm thinking my mom doesn't know what the fuck we're okay. talking about <laughs> i um, just realized real, real
0: quick i guess it, i guess you can insert this somewhere else in the episode if you need to a zaku is a term for what is basically a uh, a low level standard like this is the the mech you get if you are an unremarkable private, and it is kind of cannon fodder. Like it's still a mech, but like the difference between these launch next and Volk is significant. Like this is a thing where they outnumber you, but you have a tier advantage from Volk that makes that being outnumbered completely irrelevant. Right. You may as well be fighting one on one,
1: right? Yeah,
3: exactly. Good.
0: You good. you are in not to be fucked with mode. <laughs> you you have a tier three mech like squaring off against a bunch of like tier zeros and a tier one. Mm-hmm. Ease. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay, then. So, um, I think we're going to. Uh, I want to do something fun.
0: Sorry, give me a <laughs> do it do it
1: um yeah because the thing i have ticked for volk is uh he has a fine mobility suite and <laughs> in this case instead of using it to goes fast um i'm going to i'm going to just you know flavor it as this is volk uh instead of immediately busting out the the machine gun uh, volk actually runs forward to one of the little ones um and is just going to grab it and uh, huck it into one of the other little ones.
0: Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> okay, sure. I mean, you're also a little one, to be clear, but these, yeah, are,
1: but- but these are these are little fiddle like feeble little ones.
0: <laughs> okay. What I'll say here is because, like. I like the idea instead, if we want to flavor this as using the Fine Mobility Suite, mm-hmm. it's you do like a roundhouse kick with the jet boosters in your legs yes. to one into the other one.
1: Awesome. Absolutely. So cool.
0: Yeah. All right. Sure. So this is a uh, battle. This is battle. Uh, this is going to be, uh, I think this is... Actually, I think this is a situation where this is probably risky because like I said, you're on equal footing with these guys and you're in a vehicle so you are not under in the same kind of danger that you would be if you were on foot still. Mm-hmm. and this is like so I think this is going to, we're gonna start risky here. Mm-hmm. and because you're using the gear to do this and you're using fine gear to do this, I will go ahead and say this is a great effect.
1: Okay. Oh really two two one. Uh, Ooh. Mm, let's see what can we do what can you we can do sp- you, spend you spend a quirk to
3: push yourself right
0: yep. yeah you spend quirks Uh, I'm also willing to offer collateral if it comes to that
1: yeah let's do. Let's try you a you, quirk
0: you, I say you only use one quirk I believe you yeah. don't use two
1: uh, I'm going to use lightweight plating in this case uh, that, just that that seems to say appropriate. that moving faster and we're going to see how this goes course all the we get a bunch of sixes and then we get a bunch of failures,
0: right we get the shot where it has the rocket kick but like the thermal plating is coming off of it because mm-hmm. of, of how hot it's burning
3: oh my god it's another I give one up. i give up okay. i'm so anytime,
1: sorry anytime Ugh. i ever try to do anything cool in this goddamn game i get bit <laughs>
0: sarah would you like me to offer you a collateral yeah let's do it i will give you one dice uh-huh. no matter how it turns out i am advancing a clock
5: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clocks are fun. Whatever.
0: Clocks
1: are yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, let's just do the clocks. All the I'm clocks. So afraid this. I'm so afraid of this fucking... If this rolls a one again, I'm quitting this game forever.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I will bear that in mind. <laughs> Okay. okay. A four. Oh four. Alright.
5: <laughs> so a four with great effect is. Everybody's is... just
2: fucking on their like edge of the seat, like there's
5: girls
1: of four. It, feel,
2: it feels
5: so,
0: like
2: Dice Maiden heard you and was like, uh, oh oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. So a
0: four here means that you get your great effect <laughs> yeah. and you get your risky consequence. Cool. Um the great effect I am going to give you here is that uh these two chuckle fucks. This is all you need to take them out of commission. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. like they're like these things uh were here to be repaired. You kick one into the other, these two little ones, and like they like an arm falls off of one of them because it wasn't fastened all the way or right. something. Like it is just like donezo. Completely, completely uh irrelevant to your uh specific uh requirements. And I am going to because you are also now neutralizing the rest of the mechs, I'm going to use all three of those great effect dice to push negotiations to close to finished. Yes. Uh, from four of eight to seven of eight. So for risky consequences, you do this, and that's that's all super good. Mm-hmm. Um, the larger mech, after you do this, is able to kind of like lunge forward and similarly like do a cool mech punch at you Mm -hmm. to try and just like use its its considerably larger size to just crush you. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't crush you because you're able to, you know, kind of get out of the brunt of that. Um, But you're still going to take a level two damage that we're going to call a crush. Okay. Or crushed, I guess. Uh, Because, like, you're part of your, like, you know... Like you're like you take that blow and then we get the shot of Volk and Volk's armor is like significantly like you know like crumpled.
1: You know what? No, I'm not. Oh, because I'm going to because at this point I am in my robot and nothing is getting me out of this robot until I'm dead or this mission is done. Oh my
0: fucking god! Okay, so I'm
1: invoking meat is cheap. Save the metal
0: okay, oh, you're shit. taking Fuck. a level two harm crushed. Yeah. Because the, oh. because part of the cockpit comes back in and like oh. this this damage is not going to affect Volk's performance at all, but you like actually, like part of you right now is pinched to the chair. Mm-hmm. Oof.
1: That's okay. Yeah. Belle just you know, grits her teeth and bears it and says, just keep riding with me a little bit longer, baby. We're going through this. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm um with that also the uh collateral that's happening here is that we get a shot of and because i think we're going to cut to them in a moment is that we do get a shot of uh this strange blindfolded uh bunny girl uh who uh is sort of taking uh giuseppe by the hand and they are actually like we get, like, the shot of this battle happening from, like, the opposite side of the factory as these two are actually leaving the building, like, through the snow, like, in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And then we get, from the roof of this factory, a figure in black armor watching intently as the mystery clock advances to three of six.
2: Fuck. Cool. Yeah. So... And I, and I do want to say like while everything happened happens like the explosion at the beginning of this and all of the things and bosses and things. Giuseppe does <laughs> keep looking back, but Giuseppe also does not like pull at the hand to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: we definitely I think if if Giuseppe's looking back, we get the thing where you're just far enough away to not be able to like see what it is, but you do notice a figure and then like you blink and the figure is gone. Ah. Uh, uh. But you're but you're but she mm. is actually like in a manner that seems kind of out of sync with her calm demeanor. She is like trying to uh run. Uh, yeah. Not not like a full sprint because you get the sense that uh, where she's taking you might be a, a a distance. This might be a jogging distance rather than a sprinting distance. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but she's she is trying to pick up the pace. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: think while Giuseppe looks back, he like just kind of like lets her guide it guide uh-huh. them but which is interesting since she has a blindfold on but anyways uh, <laughs> but, but like he does not he gets this there sense are sight- and does not he's made his decision but he is he is worried about you guys just so you know there are there are sites beyond
0: vision don't yeah. worry about it it's fine
2: yeah it's fine it's um, fine
0: <laughs> are you doing anything except for following her are you like trying to uh, get any reads on anything trying to apply any information anything like that or are you just gonna follow her
2: um, let me think I I don't I don't I don't know like really how much I could do uh, to help or to like do my own thing I might also look forward and see if I can see where we're headed uh, but other than that, like it's
0: it's hard to tell like you've you're very quickly on the way out of like the grounds of the factory and like Mm -hmm. frankly there's just a lot of nothing around here actually just yeah it's it's not to say it's wasteland because it's not it's just like like undeveloped areas in an urban place that already doesn't have a great environment where it's Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of flat ground with some grass on it uh but barely any grass and not much else.
2: Um, I think the only thing that Giuseppe does other than keeps up with the lady leading him is just like over the throat Mike says like get out alive you guys. Great. And
0: Does like... anyone respond to that immediately? Just curious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I... I you don't have to. It's fine. Yeah, it's also like
2: there's a lot of things going on so you might be like, okay, whatever. Or
3: <laughs> yeah, I th- I th- I think you know what? I think Pfeffer is going to just respond with Roger, that golden boy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And in fact, that will definitely put at ease his worry about like, oh, where's Golden Boy? Sounds like he's already on his way out. So, great. Be- yeah. Everything's great. good.
0: Yeah, we get uh and after that happens, uh you actually like kind of uh notice a a moments uh frustration with your guide as she says to you you should you should get rid of that.
2: Yeah, he does. Good. He he lets it lets it fall in the in the grass.
0: Good. Let's and then she she's just continuing on. She doesn't even yeah. stop.
2: Yeah, it, did, it there's no stopping. He he takes it off as as he's running with her.
0: Great. I love that. I think we still have <laughs> I think we should call the episode there, but I do think we have mm-hmm. one more yeah. of this mission.
1: Yeah, that's okay.
0: Yeah. All right, that's uh, you can join us next week. Same Big Gainers time and same Big Gainers channel.
3: Big Gain Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Blood Hands, Jack Toops, Charnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Ferdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at biggaynerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you just want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds Fan Club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.